The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like their map? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. We are live on Twitter, live on our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. Sirius XM channel 159. Hi, guys. Replay there and on Sports Grid Television. We have a lot to get to on the program today, Mr. Sherapan. Uh, why the cop glasses? Am I in trouble? Last time I saw that, looks like I'm a, I'm, I'm a cop. No. Good to see you, but I mean, you can't miss you. That might be the brightest shirt you ever worn on the show. It is. I think it is the brightest shirt I've ever worn on the show. Yeah. I, I just realized when the when thing popped and we hit the music and the boys and the girls were all in the chat getting everybody ready to go. Um, it comes on the screen. You know, the music just gets you ready. Yeah. And it says, here we go. And everybody's like, go. You know, the chat lights up. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you're watching the show live, get in the chat. Watch the show live on the YouTube channel. At symbol Boston versus the book, but then you pop, and I wait that one second for you to just hit the cue, and I was like, "Man, my eyes are hurting." Like, is that a Jacksonville shirt you got on today? What is that? Uh, no, the, 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 this is this is a a um a, a ironically funny show. Do you understand? How to what? Whoa! <laughs> How to oh oh? How to pick up chicks? <laughs> so it's my teal. Oh, matches that. I, I wasn't allowed to wear this shirt when I was married, so I can wear it now. So I, I, I got a lot. No whenever rules I, now. No rules. Whenever I, whenever I was wearing this shirt, the ex used to get very upset with me and be like, no one your age should ever wear that shirt. And I go, I don't care. I like it. So, so I'm wearing it on the air today because it matches the Jacksonville teal because we are all in on the Jaguars tonight. We Let's are. go Jaguars. Yes. Multiple reasons why we care. Yes. The Jaguars. I don't care if they cover. I hope they do. I don't give a flip. Just win by one. Just win. win. I hope they win by 100. There's no sweat. There was enough sweats and stuff yesterday. We don't need any sweat today. All right. I'm I'm excited that you can wear whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want. That's kind of part of the theme of the show. It's like, that's what we do. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Boys and girls are all piling in. What a weekend. What a weekend's right. We have a lot to get into on the program here today. Okay. I stubbed my toe really badly over the weekend gambling wise. And I'm, oh. I'm smarting from what happened with the college football playoff because the one thing that couldn't happen happened. And right. that was Florida State being left out. Because Winning. They could have lost to Louisville and I would have been fine. I right. Bet. Winning. And not getting in the playoff. That was right. That was the bad. me. Yes. If they bad lost and not made it, I was good. I hedged. I had myself in a great position. Yes. Winning and then being left out was the one that really caused me to lose three units. So that sucked. <laughs> I did not have good weekend gambling. Hopefully I can make it back a little bit later on with the college football playoffs. But man alive, your first reaction 
to college football and the CFP deciding that Florida State at 13 and 0 is not in. Well, we were together Saturday night watching a game, watching the developments go on. Before we get to that, when's the last time you actually stubbed your toe for real? This morning. Hurts like a mother, doesn't it? I came around the corner and kicked the vacuum cleaner. I didn't oh! see it, I didn't see it coming. That oh. sucked. <laughs> you get the big toe or the pinky toe? I got the big toe smack right right on the nail. What's worse, the big toe or the or the baby toe when you stub it? Big toe is always the worst because it just oh. hurts so much. The little toe, you can cut that thing off and still be okay. It's big toe is funny that, that I broke that pinky toe years ago, and that's worse for me. You can stub really? a big toe. Like, yeah, the big toe shakes it off better. That baby toe, that thing lingers. That hurts. <laughs> Balance. Speaking of balance, there's no balance in this, this, this whole thing, this, this, this playoff, this thing that we call a playoff. It's an invitational. Correct. I heard a tremendous quote. May he rest in peace from Mike Leach over the weekend. It resurfaced of him talking when he was at Washington state about committees and people deciding who gets to play and who doesn't. Are they the best four best teams for the TV show? Probably. Mm-hmm. But you, the thing that, that that bums me out the most, and we saw some people making good arguments. I saw the, the, the quote from Dan Mullen yesterday. He was a Florida coach making his case for Florida State. The rules are this. You win all your games. You win your conference playoff game. You're probably going to play for the championship. They did that. And they still got told, well, no good. Your quarterback got hurt. You can't play. Let me. Alabama let me, survived a miracle. <laughs> a miracle. They were one play away from it not being a discussion. And all Florida State had to do was beat Louisville with a third string quarterback. And they would have been the fourth team. Texas destroyed Oklahoma State, as heard here on Roll Call Friday. And Florida State would have been playing Michigan, and Texas would have been playing Washington. It's a tough scene, isn't it? Okay, so here is – this has been one of the craziest, I don't know, like 48 hours on the internet because everyone has their take, and everyone is very angry about this. I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey going on Pat's show dropping F-bombs today over it. I mean, like, people are emotional. People are really mad. And they're frustrated about what has gone on. The problem that the committee simply cannot get around, and this is Dan Orlovsky made a huge error when he said this yesterday, I think it was, maybe I saw it this morning, but he said the Florida State team that got left out is not the same Florida State team that played two weeks ago against North Alabama. That team didn't get left out. This team without Jordan Travis, that team got left out. The major problem for the argument to come up with that is this, this is the bracket. This is after the injury to Jordan Travis, right? This is going in. This was one week ago when this bracket came out and Florida state was four, right? There is no way to square this because the committee can say all they want about the fact that, you know what? The quarterback got hurt. The quarterback was hurt when you put them four. 
You already knew the quarterback was hurt, right? You didn't want to hear it. So you pussied out and said, put him at four and let Louisville beat them. And then we don't have a problem. Louisville didn't beat them. They won. This is the first time we have seen a team win, win their conference and be dropped. If they were going to drop them, they should have dropped them after they lost Jordan Travis before they played Florida. Right. It should have been five. And then they could have gone, you know what? We're really sorry, but we have to drop you down and you're not going to make it. If other teams win out, there's four more deserving teams because you don't have Jordan Travis, but they put him at four, Dave, they put him at four. And then they decided to come out with the bracket that, you know, they said is the best TV show, right? There's your best TV show. Yeah. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, a hundred percent. That was mine on Saturday night when I tweeted it out. What's the four? That's the four. Right. I agree with what they did in terms of how they seeded it, but there is no explanation for putting Florida state four after they lost Jordan Travis and then dropping them down when they won. Part of life, you deal with adversity, right? Sports is a metaphor for life, but it's these kids real life. They did everything that was asked and basically got told, you don't play in a good enough conference. Your guy got hurt. I saw a tweet from Jordan Travis. Yes. Himself. Sorry, sorry, I broke my, my leg. leg. Sick. That's so sick that he has to say that. Because he said, sorry, I broke my leg so late. If I'd have done it earlier, everybody would know what this team is made of. Underdogs win. Washington wasn't supposed to be a part of this party. They were 10-point dogs on Friday night and won. They wanted to get – they had them there to get them out. They were waiting to jump Oregon up. Oregon lost. They got to keep Washington in. Like the fact that it's, it just feels so reactionary rather than they could have been proactive in all of this. No, they got ultimately what they wanted. They weren't reactionary. I don't think, I don't think they were reactionary. I think that they were playing this dumb narrative game, knowing all along what they were going to do. They knew They, they they knew if these teams win, I mean, I said it, you, to you, I've said it off the air, on air. I mean, I can't believe how many I said on Twitter. The committee sat in a room and said, hey, uh, are we really doing this? Are we keeping the SEC out? No. And somebody raised their hand and says, what the fuck are you talking about? We're not keeping them out. They've Uh-oh. won 11 of the 13 of these things. You're going to keep them out? Come on, bro. What are you right. doing? Stop that nonsense. Go to the next one. Alabama's in. Who's next? Like, that's how that went. So, like... This is always going to be a problem. I, I really think that Texas was in more peril. They were, if Alabama won, they were in. If Georgia won, they were in. There was not a question. I think Texas getting in was in more peril than the SEC champ getting in. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Washington. Should have been, I mean, to me, it's weird. The undefeated nature of Washington and the undefeated nature of Florida State. Everyone's saying, well, if Michael Penix got hurt, Washington would be a totally different team. But where would they have put Washington if Michael Penix had gotten hurt? Because they put him two or three or four the entire season. Like it was just. If Jalen Milrow got hurt, Alabama would have four losses. 
Probably so. They but barely they put, beat Arkansas by three. It took a miracle to beat Auburn, Auburn by on the three. Road. Right. They took Texas from seven to three and passed over Florida State when they didn't pass over Florida State the entire year. They were never ranked higher than Florida State. Once the remember come October, they were never ranked higher than Florida State. Florida State was always higher than Texas. And yet Texas goes to three from seven to three. They looked good. Don't forget. They looked good. They look great. I'm not saying they don't belong. I'm I'm not saying Texas doesn't belong. I'm not they saying that Alabama good. didn't yeah. get much better as the year progressed. Right. But this is the number one case. This is the number one example for why when we go to 12, we have to have automatic qualifiers. These people, the fact that we allow people to sit around in a, around a conference room and determine who has the right to play for a championship is just not how we do sports. It's not. You have to win to get in. And people are like, well, what happens if Iowa, did, you know, what happens if Iowa beat Michigan? That means Iowa should go in? Yes. That's how this goes. That's how sports work. The New England Patriots were the first team to win three games on the road. Went to the Super Bowl and got killed, but they won their way there. No one tried to stop it and say, you know, the Patriots are going to get killed against the Bears. We don't like this. Take take the Dolphins. I know the Patriots just beat the Dolphins, but take the Dolphins because they'll be better. They have Dan Marino. They'll be a better team to face the Bears than the Patriots will. That's what college football does. It's ridiculous. The one game nature of all of this needs to be more of a factor. Florida State can game plan for four weeks. Fair. Get their number two guy healthy. Would you come up with a game plan that would make a game against Michigan competitive, let alone win? That's why they play the games. TCU did it last year. TCU found their way into the playoff last year. Nobody thought they had a shot. And they went and won the semifinal. They got destroyed in the final. The nature of this beast that's been created now, this is not basketball where you have these two games in a weekend spread apart by two days in the same venue, and then you can survive to the next week. Practice, game plan, have a hot shooting night, win a game as a dog, and then get to the you know Elite Eight and maybe get to the Final Four. It's, it's four games, but it's spread out like mm-hmm. this. Six games to win it. Right, but to, to get to the win it, but just mm-hmm. to get to the Final Four, which we're at now. These teams have played 13 games the ones that played in the championship. And there's injuries that affect all of them. Mm-hmm. I, it, the, the, the argument is tough. It's very, very tough. They screwed themselves. I mean, they did not have – they could have put FS2-5. They could have said, hey, sorry, we're not going to put you in a spot. But to drop somebody from four after winning, you cannot justify it. In, in, there's no logic to doing it. And you can talk about, again, my four is their four. And I get what they did. I get why they did it. Because if you put Alabama in, you must put Texas in. If you're going to put Bama in, you can't put Texas behind Alabama. You can't put Texas four and Bama three. Going there and winning, even if it was in September, winning by matters. double digits matters. matters. It's the only game they lost. So you have to put Texas ahead of Alabama. So now they're three. So now you're going to have Michigan against Alabama and the loudest mental. Oh shit happens when that name popped up in the Michigan watch party. 
because they thought they were getting an FSU team that was going to be limping in and they get the crimson tide. <laughs> and the groan was, Oh no, <laughs> they knew exactly what oh, I, don't, I don't know if it was all that. I mean, obviously they knew that they were on TV, but I think there was a part of the room that said it's on now. They, they tried to take that. our guy I, out. I, I heard a groan. I heard a, Oh boy. Yeah, when that, well, when it came out, <laughs> what did they expect? You got to play who's Florida running. state. They thought you they know? were going to get Florida state. They thought they get the final game with Texas. They thought that was going to be their hard game or Alabama in the championship game, not in the semifinal. Nick Saban's got a month to prep for JJ McCarthy. Uh Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, this is the way, this is the way you can look at it too, from Michigan fan standpoint, Michigan inside the room. They tried to take Jim out at the beginning of the season. He sat out three games. Then whatever's going on, they keep, saying it's going on they try to get them out they try to get us out took them out the last three games of the season we beat our biggest rival we we won at penn state our two hardest games of the year we did it without our coach came back for the for the big 10 championship that was the most vanilla boring game plan i've seen in a long time they weren't trying to do nothing other than to win that game Maybe they were trying to cover at some point. Maybe not. I don't know. But they weren't giving up no points. I still love defense. Defense you can control. So they get by. They win and cover. And the game goes on. They're tremendous. Mm-hmm. Saw Russo on ESPN complaining about betting the over. Points. On the ha- first Points first half, Iowa. Right. Like, watch the show. This <laughs> told you that wasn't going to be a good bet. Like, how were they going to score? I'm just kidding. I love yes. Mad Dog. Hopefully, we'll see him at the Super Bowl when oh, yeah. they come here. But now you got all this time, and they go, "Listen, we can't have we can't have Arbonne as Michigan guy in the final. Send Alabama. That's the guy. I mean, they, they're sending them to dinner, and Alabama's Michael Corleone. Oh, so you think it was? Like, so you think it's? Alabama, they gave him the hardest game out of the gate because they want them out. Interesting. Okay. Fair. Yeah. They because put the, they gave them the, the, the gun in the bathroom. Don't mind it. Okay. And here comes Michael saying, let's sit down and have dinner. Alabama, go grab it. Take care of this guy. Get this Big Ten Michigan team out of here. Don't hate it. I don't hate that thought. That's also a pretty good. It also fits the narrative of Texas being ranked ahead. And then you get the rematch of Texas, Alabama, which would be insane. You get monster, monster ratings for that monster ratings, no matter what. Yeah. But even more so with Alabama, Texas. I mean, that's, that's big. That's really big. Michigan beats Alabama. They got Texas. The other new, they're the new kid on the block in the sec. Get them in there. Or Washington pulls the upset. They're only four and a half point dogs. Why can't Washington win it? And you get the Big Ten and the Pac-12 in their final year as the Pac-12 send off down in Texas. Or or we get Alabama, Washington, and Bama wipes the field with them. <laughs> That's what you don't want Washington, Bama. You don't want that. That's TCU, Georgia all over again. That's like last year. Oh, you don't want it. I mean, is this number right? I mean, why is Michigan favored? 
What do you mean? I mean, I mean what, what, what is it? There's no way this closes at this number. I bet this already, but there's no way Michigan closes at a favorite in this game. No, no, I can't see it. I mean, this number. I think this number is wrong. Hmm. I, I can't. Like, what's Michigan going to do? They're going to run the ball. Put a thing up in the chat right now. What's worse, toe to stub, pinky toe or big toe? There's a lot of communication in there. Yeah, there's a lot of backing. People are saying the pinky toe is worse. (laughs) Stub your pinky toe. People were saying pinky toe. Other people said big toe. I don't know what toe is going to be be worse voted. I know what I'm voting. What are we selling feet pictures now? No, (laughs) we're not doing that. I... I got to get a pedicure. I've never got a pedicure. I got to get these toes. I never first. have either. And the, the, yeah. like, well, I don't really want these, one either. I don't want anybody touching my feet that I don't know. I don't mind that, but everyone tells me how nice it is. I don't need to sit there for how, like, how long did I sit there for? 45 minutes. Now nah, pass. How are you going to sit still for 45 minutes with your feet in a yeah. tub? Uh-uh. No, and people are like working on it. <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> no, no way. Not a fan. <laughs> but this is ridiculous. I'm right, sorry. So, so, so you don't think. All right, hold on. Let's see. Play this out, okay? So what does Michigan do well? They run the ball. Correct. Who is Michigan's best player? Their left tackle. Who don't they have in this game? Their left tackle. He ain't playing, huh? <laughs> He's out. He's out until next spring. Broke his leg, all right? Kid from North Andover, Mass. My home to next to my hometown. Andover, North Andover. Best player, okay? He's going to be a first-round draft pick as long as the, the leg heals properly. Right. So their best lineman's not there for the biggest game of the year against the most difficult team they've played all year. Focus on the conversation. I will. Whitrock got me. He's trying to vote for the toe. And he asked if he could vote camel. I knew that was coming. Yes. That was very, very um, predictable. Our sophomoric (laughs) brigade. This was a very predictable. Focus on the topic at hand. This is serious business. Stay focused. All right. Sorry. I'm not looking at work. I just look at Alabama and I look at what the Crimson Tide have done over the last couple of weeks and what their defense looked like against Georgia. And now they get to prepare for JJ McCarthy, who has tight ends as the best passing weapon in that offense. And granted, they're really good. Loveland's really good. They're going to have a tough time, Alabama. But Coram's going to get swallowed. I don't think Michigan runs the ball. I think it's going to be on JJ McCarthy. And let's see if the kid can beat Alabama. And I don't think that's possible. The speed of Alabama is going to be a monster problem. This is going to be a fast game for Michigan. Yep. They don't play fast games. They play Iowa type games and Ohio state type games. Right. They don't play speed. I, I, I don't like Michigan's chances in this game. I really don't at all. Their defense has to win the game. Their defense. They're going to have to flip. But, but as Georgia found out, Jalen Milrow is not the same cat that he was three months ago. He made big plays when he needed to make big plays. That shuffle pass he did on was oh, wait, oh my god. Save the game. Save the game. That was like, okay, the kid's playing. He he's comfortable. He's showing everything he's got in his toolbox. And this kid is an absolute force right now. Yeah. And I crapped on him for months. And I I'm so impressed with the development with the quarterback room with what Tommy Reese has done. With Jalen Milrow, what that offense, what they're able to do, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious, does that offense look? And he's the best player on that offense. He's hard to bring down, and Michigan better be ready to tackle. And look, Big Ten teams can do that, right? They can hit, they can tackle, they play defense. So it's all on the Michigan defense. If they have a bad game, good night. 
Crimson Tide by over a touchdown. Listen, oddsmakers sometimes miss too. Oregon was a 10-point favorite. They lost. I don't and I don't know if Oregon was the right side at any point during that game. On Friday. No. So yeah, no. you can miss. These bowl games are tough. At least we know we're getting everybody playing in these. The, oh, yeah. the arrow of the bowl games is going to be like, you know, opt-outs, who's yeah. playing, who's not, who's hurt. But do you agree with this number? Would you put Michigan as a favorite? Pick, you're making I line? just throw pick up and let them bet it. That's what okay. I do. I was that's what I was texting with people. I'm like, I I don't I, I let the the Rhombuses and the parallelograms and the bad guys and all the all public's gonna bet Alabama, know. right? And this is why I was so confused. Well, that's why like, don't that's you why want... you gotta see what the number is for Michigan. I mean, if you put up Alabama favored, you get why... Bama money in the in the in the sharps take Michigan. Well, I don't know if they do. We need it. We, we I, I see what they did. They put it up with the straight number and said, see if anybody bets Michigan at this number. They may not take a bet for them two weeks. <laughs> First move was Bama right down. Right. It's two and a half. First number is two and a half. Yeah. So it's one and a half now. Um, pretty much. It's one and a half universally. Yeah. And I th- I mean, here's my theory, just because I've listened to you long enough. Don't you feel like they took two and a half because it could get to the other side and be one or one and a half for Alabama and they just go ahead and try to middle it? Maybe. Bet both sides? Maybe. Yeah. They, oh, and they, they took money line. There's no question. Uh, they took any plus they could get. Um, yeah. I think if you ask 100 people today who's going to win this game, what do you think? 90 say Alabama? I don't know. It was that high. I was going to say 75, but a lot. A, lot of big, a lot of big 10 fans who were going to say Michigan's going in there and they're going to take down Alabama. <sighs> I mean, they're carrying the flag for the entire Midwest. I mean, even Buckeye fans are going to be cheering for Michigan in this game. Wow. They hate the SEC. <laughs> they hate Alabama. This is. You know, this is pride here. They, then they want Michigan to go and lose to Texas. The second that they're off this game, they'd want Texas to beat them. I mean, there's another team. Ohio State was fifth. They got passed by everybody because they didn't play. Now they didn't win a conference, but that was right. They were still the fifth best team. Well, just move them. Just move them down before. Right. Yeah, move them out. Don't even give them right. Because Ohio State people are like literally trying to make a case that they belong in this thing, yeah. which is laughable. Like, yeah, I mean, like Joe Fat belong Panda. Like, I love you, Joe yeah. Fat Panda. You but don't belong. Ohio State couldn't be in this discussion. No, if Georgia wins, they're in. Yeah, Georgia people are saying they could probably be in even with the loss the way they lost. They could have. So. They no. I mean, it's a decent Under what situation. You think Texas the four, loses and you were, Florida State. If loses. you were putting the four best teams together, Georgia is one of the four best teams in America. Are they? Because yes. if they didn't lose 29 games in a row? They are. Alabama, Georgia and Alabama both are two of the top four teams in the country. No, not even a question in my mind. They're they're two of the top four teams. It would be Georgia, Alabama, and then you could argue Michigan, and then whoever four is, whatever you want. Is Ohio State better than Washington? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I could I could listen to it. Is Texas better than all three? Yeah. Probably. So if I was building my best four, it would be Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Michigan. 
but that's not what we're doing. Even though the committee changes their mind every two seconds, right. it's the best four teams. You know, it's your resume. It's who you beat. doesn't matter when you beat them, when you beat them. Yeah. Conference championship matters, but kind of not like it's, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, they were trying to say whatever they had to say publicly to get to the four teams they have right now, take Alabama and Georgia and make that interchangeable. Mm. They were going to put one team in from the SEC guaranteed. No one was going to allow that to happen because it's a TV show and you can't leave <laughs> the most passionate fan base on the sidelines. Right. Can't happen. Not by choice. We'll have to ask some Ohio State people if they're pulling for Michigan because I think they hate Michigan more than they hate Alabama and the SEC. I don't know if they're real. Like at Penn State, I've rooted for the you know Big Ten a lot of right. times in these situations, but Ohio Not State, even, Michigan's different, man. Because the semifinal is different than the final. In the final, I totally understand. They were. I mean, that's like saying Michigan Auburn's wins. rooting for Alabama. Auburn fans are rooting for Alabama against Michigan. Um, I don't know because Auburn because Auburn doesn't them. hate. Auburn doesn't hate Michigan. Like Auburn, Auburn doesn't have the same level of like, right. They ain't rooting for Bama. So my point was be like, if Bama was playing a team that Auburn hated, they would cheer for Alabama. Yes. The difference is Ohio state hates Alabama. They hate the sec. So they'll cheer for Michigan in order for that win to happen, knock out Bama. And then they'll cheer for whoever's playing against Michigan mm. to knock out Michigan. Oh no. But they want Michigan gone. They want Alabama gone. Uh, this number was somewhat surprising. So Washington beats Oregon, big win. Texas beat Okie State by 100. I thought this number would be higher. Four and a half seems light, no? A lot of respect for Washington among Finally? (laughs) Well, no, just just by a small sliver of people, but people with bags. You know, they bet it. Bring it back down. I don't know. I was talking to some people last night via text that, you know, we've hung out with in the books. and. Mm jump around and make plays and do kind of stuff. They think Washington's allowed to win a game. Very much so. At some point, somebody's going to give them credit. At some well, point. Texas's DBs are not good. And Washington can throw on anybody. So, yeah, I, I can I can, I can, can hear that. I thought the number would be six and a half. I thought it would be higher. Just right. because I think Texas is going to score a ton. This game's flying over. This is going to be one of those, like, USC versus Texas type games. 41 38 type final. Right. This is an absolute shootout. <laughs> this is crazy off. The Rose Bowl usually lends itself to an over game, mm-hmm. but that game feels like a dead under. Which game? Michigan. The Bama and Michigan, Michigan game? Yes. That one feels like an under. This one yes. feels like an over. Over. I would and agree. And again, it's December 4th. We have contrasting styles. 28 yes. days to talk about this. But I may bet both of them soon because I don't want I want these numbers. I don't want these numbers to run. I took the one and a half because I don't think Bama's going to wind up keep me catching points at kickoff. So I was like, all right, take it now. But the over in this game, I mean, I think that this this is this is how we got people in the chat. This is phenomenal. JPC the fourth, Claire Check said F. Ohio State. I never cheer for Ohio State. Okay. And Johnny Parlay, JR33312 said, I'll find as I'm cheering for Michigan in one of these matchups. Uh, as soon as I hear the Michigan fight song, I start hating myself. That's an Ohio State. Okay. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's, it's real. 
Uh, oh. 59% said the pinky toe is the worst toe. Pinky to toe. So there you go. I, I you stubbed the big toe, though. That thing, you can't walk. Ah, you stubbed a pinky toe. You can't do anything for what feels like mm. a week. Some other bowl games. Uh, Oregon is laying 14 and a half to Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. What part of the mess of this is then the mess afterward? After you get the four, now we have to put this team with this team and this team with this team. This feels like such an odd matchup. And it's so big for Liberty, a gigantic spread. It is, but what this the- is, this is literally a Super Bowl game for Liberty. They, they have Oregon on a neutral in a monster bowl game. Oregon New could Year's not care Day, less early in the morning at 10 o'clock local time in the morning in Oregon, Arizona. Oregon is ripe to be taken down here. Sleepy. This is, this is going to be very, it does Oregon have anyone in the game like Bo Nix is not playing in this game <laughs> like who's who's going to be the quarterback who's playing I don't know it's going to be a it's going to be a tough kind of like tough sell for the tough Ducks, right like hey I mean look like Dan it's Lennon's personal real, it's it's yeah it's, Dan Lennon's a really good coach playing for clicks we're playing for hits all the like what is he going to use for this one Liberty is bringing everybody I mean, everyone that is a very unique fan base and they are going to have everyone there. Like it is going to be, I'll be very curious. I would say 60, 40, maybe 70, 30 Liberty in that building. Oregon people are deflated. This is not a good bowl game. It's an easy bowl trip. There's a lot of Oregon people who live in Arizona. So that will be an easier trek for them to go. Yeah. But other than like the team charters going from Eugene, I don't see a glut of Oregon people being like, yeah, let's go to Fiesta. Let's go to the Fiesta Bowl to watch Liberty. Nah, no, thank you. The same thing goes for the, for the orange bowl. I mean, Georgia and Florida state, that press conference last night was awesome. Both those coaches wanted to do anything, but talk about this game. At least this game's on the 30th on Saturday. Okay. So I think we'll, We'll at least get interest in this game, but not from the teams participating. Although the sell for Florida State is, look, I need you guys for one more game. Right. All right. We got completely shafted. Let's go show them. Right. Let's go beat Georgia. You're 14-point dogs. We got the second or third string quarterback. Rodemaker, yeah. Um, we got four weeks to figure this out. And for 60 minutes, we win a game, and we're undefeated forever. That will be forever. It's just like uh, it's just like Johnny Moxon. Let's go be heroes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, who in the hell is going to play for Georgia? It's a great question. What the? I bet Carson Beck plays, though. These become real questions now, which sucks, because these bowl games used to be so much and, like, you know, talking points and exciting for the alumni. And like, and I went to multiple Penn state bowl games. It was so much fun. And everybody that I knew wanted to play in it. The guys on the team, the guys that were playing backups, like the whole season, we're looking for an opportunity just to get in. And you, you know, you say you play in a Rose bowl, one play that's forever. And I don't know. 
you like a side in this game? I mean, it got to be the dog, no? Yeah. I mean, but Georgia, uh, <laughs> if they want to, <laughs> they can do the same thing the FSU wants to do. They can send a message of themselves as well. They could take the ACC behind the woodshed and beat them 63 to 10. And then say, what now? If they there's want. A, there's a lot of kids that are going to be playing and going to the transfer portal. And this stuff is crazy. What's going on? Like, we'll get to it in a second. It's just leaving it. Just so I'm always trying to think, how do you talk to the kids? If you've ever coached or you've been in that thing, like there's times you got to just appeal to them. You have to find a way to relate to them. I don't know how you find a way to relate to the Georgia guys. The culture's got to be tremendous. Kirby Smart does a great job. I mean, it's the first game they lost in three years. Mm -hmm. They keep finding ways to win games. They get good guys to go there. They turn people up to the NFL all the time. So I'm sure the culture's going to be like, look, we got to play. You know, there's going to be a couple of them be like, look, man, I can't. If I get hurt, I'm done. It's millions of dollars at stake here. I don't know. It's hard to make the numbers for these games, I'll tell you that. How about this one? Kyle McCord. You explain this to me. You want to talk about a wrong number. Kyle McCord is out. He left. Ohio State playing who? At quarterback. (laughs) They don't have their quarterback. Does it matter? I think it matters. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not playing in this game. No way in hell is Marvin Harrison Jr. playing in this game. No? Top five pick. No way. No way. Not playing in the Cotton Bowl. Look at Missouri. But here's your SEC versus Big Ten game again. Is this a Jair's world? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or are they playing? No. Yeah, they're yes. playing at AT&T Stadium. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They moved it. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it off the air last night. Well, we got to get bags for these guys to play. So there is a, someone said this to me a couple of years ago when the NIL thing was rolling around, they said, do you know what's going to happen soon? And I said, what? And they said, they're going to have to start to pay the players to play in the bowl games. And I was like, what? He was like, think about it. The thing that's going to motivate these kids is going to be money because they're motivated by NIL they're motivated in the transfer portal. Who's going to pay me the most? So as an incentive to play for a kid that may not be a top five, top 20 first round pick type kid to say, Hey, look, I know you're a second round pick or a third round pick, but you win, you get a hundred thousand, you lose, you get 50. And that's the incentive. The bowl game would have to come up with it to pay the kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. These bowl games have been making money hand over fist off these kids for so long. These bowl games are going to start to die. We're already seeing bowl games dying. I mean, right. there's bowl games. You told me there's two bowl games in Phoenix. That's it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I remember yeah. I was covering, I covered a bowl game, two different bowl games on back-to-back days in Phoenix when Iowa and Iowa State were playing there. Right. These bowl games are dying because kids aren't playing, people aren't going, and the interest is low. And now we're going to go to a 12-team playoff next year, which will make it even more difficult to get up for a bowl game. Right. They're consolation prizes. They don't – we're putting all the focus on the playoffs. Like, everyone's going to say, why are we playing these bowl games? You're going to have to put money on the table to make them happen. Sam Licata just came in to chat. Sam, good to see you. Thank you for being here. He said, 
as a Mizzou fan, this is our Super Bowl. Everyone from Mizzou is playing. Everyone? Cook's playing? Oh, wow. That's what, okay. That's, that's what let's Sam go. said. All right, let's go. Quarterback wideout combo. If that if that quarterback wideout combo is playing, oh, Missouri's going to have a real shot to win this game. Agents are going to tell kids about get out. Uh, who was old Miss's quarterback that got hurt last year. Um, he played in the bowl game. It really didn't mean anything, but he wanted to play for his teammates. He broke his leg and or his ankle, and then he got drafted lower than he would have. Yeah, it's happened a couple times. I mean, it's Old happened to, Miss, to, to, uh, to running backs. Put it in the chat. It happened. I forget who it is. Was it Willis McGahee that had Was that the most famous one when Willis McGahee played in the bowl game and got his knee shattered? I don't remember. But there's been running backs. There's been wide outs. There's been offensive linemen. There's been tight ends. There was that tight end from Michigan who got hurt in the bowl game. Like there's plenty Matt, of kids. Matt Corral. Ah, thank you. Okay, Matt Corral got hurt, right? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Thank you. So thank you, AW. Been plenty of kids who you have to be comfortable with the idea that you may get hurt. And if you get hurt, you're gonna get you're gonna sacrifice a lot. But maybe you're willing to do that because the memory of playing with your friends and your teammates is better than any any amount of money that someone's gonna give you. I mean, it is true. Look at when you look at a college team and you look at NFL players, you know, Jalen Ramsey this morning was wearing one college team, his. He's played for multiple NFL teams. He's not loyal to anybody in the NFL. He's loyal to his college team. Right. So playing one more time for your college team, if you get hurt, so be it. That's sports. But you want to have that moment with your buddies, that moment out the tunnel, that moment trying to win a game one more time. I get it. And that's the pitch that the coaches make. Hey, the rest of of your life, you're going to be making money and doing other things. You're playing with these guys for the last time. This is it. Come play one more time. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I remember the last game we played as a team with the softball. Um, We lost in the semis at this tournament, and they gave us a consolation game. Mm -hmm. Everybody was sad. Nobody was talking. It was like, you know, I looked at Coach Eric. I was like, do we want to play this game? I mean, we, we got to play this game. We have to. This is the last time we're ever going to play together. Last mm-hmm. time we're going to coach together, me and you, with this group. We may never coach again. We got to play. You know, let's gather it up. The girls were upset. All this other stuff got in a circle. I said, look, I don't care what happens in this game. And no one else does either. This is the game's for us. So have fun. Smile. I don't care if we get killed. Right. I, I just go out and play and enjoy it for you. Now, with millions of dollars behind you, I'm, I'm looking at the bowl game list now. Louisville's playing USC in mm-hmm. the Holiday Bowl at Petco Park. Mm-hmm. Louisville's minus seven and a half or eight. Is Caleb Williams playing in that game? Boy. Why um, the hell would he play in that game other than what you just said? He got the most be- to lose, right? I don't know. Maybe he wants to fight the narrative that he's a me guy, you know, that he, he wants to push that down, but you're right. Or maybe the kid behind him is really good. Cause Louis, cause Louisville is not very good. <laughs> like they lost the last two games. There's seven and a half point favorites. Louis, oh, Louisville is favored. Louisville's seven and a half point favorites. Oh, so Caleb's not playing then. Yeah. So he, uh, sorry. I mean, I misheard you. I thought you said FSU was favored oh. or, or USC was favored. Oh. Yeah. No, he's not. 
He's not playing that game. Why would he play in that game? Why is anybody at USC playing in that game if you're draft eligible? Lincoln Riley might get fired. You play all these games. You do all these practices. I mean, and it's like the movie Rudy. Like, this is the way you want to go out, sitting out, being cool, thinking of yourself. It's a team game. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not a team game when it comes to the coaches. That's That's the irony of all this, right? They do the, the really coaches look for themselves <laughs> all the time. There's no question. And as the player, you start to realize what am what am I coach? You told me all this for, for two years. You just left. You sent us an email, right? You hey guys, sent it in the, in the group chat. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm out. Yeah. I'll see you guys around the way. And you just left. I mean, it's, this is a business for a lot of people. First and foremost, we're talking about it being games. It's a business here. And kids have learned that. Kids have learned it the hard way. That's, That's why okay. I don't blame the kids either way. Right. You hey, you, you guys are doing what you're doing. I'm doing what's good for me. You want to do what's right. good for you? I'm doing what's good. That's why the transfer portal is such a, there's no honor amongst thieves here. This is just, so if you got offered to go coach at XYZ school and they tripled your salary, would you go? Because that's what this, I'm, I'm going to make a million dollars to go somewhere. You guys going to pay me a million dollars? Well, no, we can't. Okay, well, I'm going. Sorry. Because yeah, you Lincoln, would go. Lincoln Riley came out and said, Caleb's not playing. Okay, so there you go. That's He's done. That's He's done. That makes sense. You guys are favored against Ole Miss. Does Penn State care about this bowl game going to the Peach Bowl? Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl is a fun game normally. Normally, it's pretty high scoring. Not sure it's going to be this year, given your offense. Yeah, <laughs> high scoring in Penn State. No. It doesn't even sound like that belongs in the same breath. Yeah, this is a different type of ball game for those folks that go to it every year, expecting offense. Almost Ole Miss can go ahead and Jackson Dart's playing, and you guys give up a bunch of points. But is he playing? I don't know. I think Penn State is going to smack Ole Miss. If they play a, the way they're capable of playing. Can you imagine if we have a Bostonian BVB bowl game someday? I don't want a BVB bowl game. No? No. It's like Barstool doing the Barstool Invitational stuff. No one goes to those games. Uh, I guess. They're trying. I mean, Barstool's trying to do all of that stuff, and it's working kind of. It's expensive. Right. They're losing money on it at the moment, and they're trying to you know play the long game with it, but... I can't stand these things like where who's motivated, who's not, who's playing. I mean, aren't a lot of the kids at Penn State coming back? Mm -hmm. Yep. Those are the teams I would favor Mm -hmm. that have kids that are playing. It's it's important for your quarterback, too, for that matter. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he, your offense needs to put together some. This is a good game for Penn State, just one from the practices. That's always the best thing about the bowl game is not the game itself for a program. It's the practices. You get 21 practices heading up up to the game. Right. You you get to work on next year and start to install next year's offense and work on and really have competitions for next year. Who is your starting left tackle? Who is your starting running back? Who is your starting wideout? Right. You work all those things in. So, the, the bowl practices are way more important than the bowl game itself. The right. game is fun. It's an exhibition, but yep. you take what you've worked on, what you're practicing, and you roll it out in the bowl game and you see what you're, what you got. And then you go back to the spring game and you work on that. And that's the, that's the rhythm of college football. 
the problem that this is, is now we've got the transfer portal open with money flying around saying, hey, leave Kyle McCord. Don't don't be a part of this. Ohio State's going to bring in a new quarterback. You should go somewhere else. Okay, he's going somewhere else. So the quarterback who's going to be playing in the bowl game for Ohio State this year is not their quarterback for next year. So the bowl practices now have been dramatically diminished on the impact mm. that they'll have on the program for next year. So that's the problem with all this. It just, yeah, it's it's problematic. What's also what was problematic was the bar in Iowa. Wow. Who, who decided X-Golf in Cedar Rapids, Rommel Camp. That is a indoor sim golf bar. How about that? So you had to reserve a a, a bid, a, a um, what's that called? A uh, a bay. A bay. Thank you. Yeah, yes, that's a bay. Right. You had to if you, if you reserve the bay during the game. They served free beer until Iowa scored. Unfortunately for that bar, <laughs> Iowa did not score. <laughs> so Iowa did not score. That's an ESPN reporter who called them and said, how many beers have you given away? And well, they give over a hundred away. A bunch. Over a hundred. I hope they had big nets up in between the base because <laughs> after so many, there's probably a lot of slices, a couple real hard duck hooks and oh, like maybe a broken clubs. club. Right. You know, yeah, that's a lot of beer, but they were never scoring. Did you feel, I mean, we watched a lot of that game together. Did you feel like they were going to score? I did not think they were going to score by any means. Uh, look at this. If the Rose Bowl holds, Michigan being favored would be the first time Alabama has been an underdog to a non-SEC team in 77 games. Oh, my goodness. Clemson of 2008 was the last time Alabama was not favored against a non-SEC team. 77 games. Wow. Bama's going to be a favorite, guys. Just telling you. If that game kicks off, Alabama will be laying points. It's going to happen. You think? Uh, yeah. One final college football note. Kyle McCord, like I talked about, is leaving. Uh, it looks like I can't wait to see this. because So Cam Ward's the number one quarterback, the Washington State kid, who yeah. said he's you know one to $2 million or more. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio State might be paying this kid as much, as much money as it takes to get him. Ohio State's going to get one of the big-name quarterbacks. Riley Leonard. Don't they Cam have Ward. it's already there? No, if they did, they would have played this year because Kyle McCord was not good. He was bad. He was bad at times. He was just he did not get the job done this year. Look at the number of games in which the offense sputtered. He had Marvin Harrison Jr. and they did not have one of the top offenses in the country. I, that's it's become like a year to year deal. There's no debate with this these is programs. Now. Like this is a really hard thing for. I, I I know why the coaches are doing what they're doing because it literally is a year to year. You you come. Nobody's coming to stay for four years. Very rare. And how are you right. selling kids that you're recruiting? Come and come here for four years. I might not be here, but you can stay. You know, the but you may not be here either. I mean, that's the thing. You aren't selling a four year education anymore. Yeah, the, you're the, selling the sales numbers. Absolutely. Yes. You're telling you're selling how much money can I pay you to be here for one year? Right. And what I can turn you into that could open up even more down the road. You become an, like, like, okay. 
Take Tez Walker, for instance. Tez Walker went to Kent State. <coughs> he had a whole mess load of COVID thing, transferring from here and there, bounced around. He, he, he goes to UNC, going to make bank if he wants to go out. He wants to go somewhere right now and go transfer. I mean, somehow, some way, there are guys who have been, like Dylan Gabriel has eligibility left. Grayson McCall, McCall, sorry, has eligibility left. These guys have been in college football for five years. Multiple schools. <laughs> and they're bouncing around. Dylan Gabriel goes from Central Florida to Oklahoma. He wants to go somewhere else right now. He wants to play one more year somewhere else. Jalen Hurts left Alabama and went to Oklahoma. He's doing okay. Joe oh, no. Burrow left it's Ohio bad. State right? and went to LSU. LSU. He's doing okay. I'm just okay. saying it's, it's different now in terms of like where these kids are going to go to school. It's it's your scholarship is year to year. Kids don't really know that, but your scholarship is year to I year. I found that out when I was talking to coaches for the kids that I was coaching. It renews every year, but right. they can rip it up and say, okay, we're giving it somebody else. If it doesn't go the way that they wanted it to go. Or so you that's if you give them an excuse, don't mm-hmm. perform in a classroom, yep. aren't a good practice player, a terrible teammate, whatever the reason they want to come up with, Bye-bye. they'll say, Hey, it was nice. Good luck. I got a kid who's more hungry than you, younger than you, faster than you. You're gone. Good luck. I'll help you. I'll write you a letter. Yeah. I mean, they, they literally will tell you that. So it's no bargain, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a business relationship. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. All right. To the NFL, we go, uh, the chiefs are currently the four seed Uh-oh. A- after what happened oh, yesterday. No. Oh, JC from KC put on the earmuffs. How good are they really? Oh no. Oh no. How good? Cause they got smacked 42, 19. Wait, I thought we were talking about the chiefs. Oh, sorry. Flipped it. Sorry. Wrong one. Yes. Sorry. Chiefs lost. Stay on the Chiefs. Sorry. We can't just gloss this over. I'm sorry. There's a second Sunday night. Football. I thought I, I I had a secondary. I had a second clip for the Chiefs in terms of where they are losing, but I didn't. Oh, know, it was my fault. Oh. I, I was clicking behind it. So, yes. Yeah, they are the four seed, meaning they are the worst division winner at the moment. At, at the moment. Four. At the moment. Wow. The Packers were the side. It you was. Think. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people going around last night, today, talking about the officiating. Because they were awful. You have every right. I mean, if you're a Chief fan, you have every right to be furious. That Mm. call at the end of the game was ridiculous. If that's a different wide receiver, is that a call? Like, he was wide open. The guy up in the booth... Terry couldn't even explain it. Yeah. He went, <laughs> uh, you know, it, that has to be interference. That has to be a foul, was what Collinsworth led it to him. And he went, that is the definition of pass interference. He went right through his back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But the NFL, what? This is what happens when you are the defending champs. This is why it's difficult or near impossible to repeat because the NFL is not geared towards it. The chief fan chief fans are used to getting every call. You, 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 well, they did get the call before that 15 yard penalty when Mahomes was just still stepping out of bounds and that smack like Patrick, either slide or get out of bounds. But that was not, I didn't think that was a penalty. So that's why they, and, and that's why they kept the flag in. Right. 
Like, oh, we gave you one there. We can't give you that one too. Two. Because then the narrative is, well, of course they did. It's the Chiefs. Of course. So get the first call right, as what I always say. Then there's no need for a makeup call. But you get the first call wrong, second call wrong, two wrongs don't make a right, but two wongs, one wagno make a white. <laughs> After sometimes, yes. Not last he week. Just two wongs, one wang, keep doing what he's doing. Um so the takeaway from that is that the Chiefs got a lot going on. One, they're not yesterday good. they attempted their first two-point conversion. And of the season, it got murdered. Trying, when they were down fourteen to twelve. Yeah, and they ran a, a basic toss play left, and the Packers murdered them. Well, uh, so I was close. Like, Wait a second, how are we in week thirteen, and it's never come up one time where we go, let's run score. the two. They don't score. Let's 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 hold up to two, two, run it two, like practice it. So then. They don't get the call, but if they would have gotten a call, say they scored a touchdown, they would have had to go for two to tie. Yeah. And who knows what they, they've gotten it or not. But, like, the takeaway there is how, how good are the Chiefs? I'll throw it back to you. How good are the Packers? They're on the rise. Jordan Love. They're on the rise. 100%. Young the coach never lost in December, people. They're the youngest team in the NFL. And they're starting to get their sea legs. They're getting it together, Pepper. Yep. Yeah, they're starting to look good. Now, let's see what happens if they can get a home playoff game. Oh. No one likes to play at Lambeau Field in January. So, huge home field advantage. But they're not going to, like, they're not a real threat in the NFC. Not yet. No, no not yet. Six-point road favorites at the Giants payroll. It's the Giants. You should be a six-point road favorite against the Giants. Can't do it like I used to. <laughs> Giants I are horrific. I, I cannot justify. Eh, maybe a small, small road favorite. Not Packers over are so bad. They're just. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Giants are so bad. Packers will win that game for sure. But you know, will they cover? I don't know. But Jordan Love with the receivers. I mean, the injury to was it Watson, the hamstring he suffered late, that kind of stinks. I probably keep him out of that game, but mm. that catch a touchdown catch he had late was unbelievable. A couple really good passes by Love to to like only his receiver could get right. it. They were put in yep. spots that were just like, "Wow, he looks like he's getting better and better and better." Dylan pounded a ball that that Right, four minute drive to end the game, like that physical pound. And their be- and their best back hasn't played for a month. So, right, I mean, like, you know, that's going to be interesting to see what happens with them going forward. But yes, Put again, it in the chat right now, does Green Bay make the playoffs? Yes or no? Ooh. In the NFC, see what the people vote. It's a very interactive show. I love when we do this with the with the chat. We got a bunch of people in here. Uh, does Green Bay make the playoffs? Right does what Green Bay I, make the playoffs? Yes or no? What would I vote with that? Um, I already voted. What'd you say? Yes. I'm not telling you till the end. I don't want to sway anybody's votes. People listen to what we say sometimes. They go, Dave said this or P. Roll said this. I'm going to vote this way. That's fair. Vote it yourself. Right. Okay. So if you look at the standings at the moment, okay. So yep. the Packers right now are six and six, tied with the Vikings in the hunt. Everybody's in the hunt. They, well, they're three games back of the Lions, who are nine and three. They're not in the hunt. They're not going to win the division. I don't think so. No. So they got to make a wild card. 
right now, the Packers hold the seven seed. They're over the Rams. They're over the Seahawks with tiebreakers. They have the tiebreaker over the Rams based on head-to-head win percentage and division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Seattle. The Rams win tiebreaker over Seattle based on head-to-head win percentage. So that's why they're the seven. They're the six. So they're seven seed at six and six. Vikings are the six seed. They're six and six. Then it goes to the Cowboys at nine and three because they're the best wild card team. The Falcons are six and six. They lead their division somehow. Lions, 49ers, Eagles. The okay. Packers are not better than the Cowboys, Lions, Niners, or Eagles. So make the playoffs, but they're not going anywhere. Right now at mm-hmm. Vandal, the Packers are minus 215, yes, to, to make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs. The Vikings are minus one thirty. No, huh? Okay, so the so the schedule for the Packers at the Giants, home for the Bucks, at the Panthers, home for the uh, at the Vikings, home for the Bears. That sounds like a pretty favorable schedule to me. Highly likely they go ten and seven. I don't want to say are they coming? Are they coming? No, no, they're not. They're getting out of the first round. No, oh. lucky, lucky to get out of the first round. But Imagine Packer fans come here. Oh my goodness! They already. God did. bless you, sir. They, they already did. <sighs> they played all already. the people that came here. Be like, we'll be back in February. Yeah. They played already. Uh, let's see, Vikings schedule. The Vikings schedule is the following: mm-hmm. they play uh, at the Raiders. Here. Oh, they're here. here this weekend. Okay, that's right. Come on, at the Bengals. Yep. Home for the Lions. Home for the Packers. At the Lions. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's, that's why the no is favored. <laughs> they got to play two of the final three games against the Lions. And the, Lions and the Lions may need the game for a variety of reasons. Seeding, number one seed. So bad news for the Vikings there. Wow. But the Chiefs are going to be in a lot of trouble if they can't find weapons to throw to, and I don't think they're going to find them this late in the season. They are pedestrian on, on offense in ways that we haven't seen before with Patrick, Chiefs? with Patrick Mahomes, the chiefs. Oh. This is the most pedestrian offense they have had in the Mahomes era. It's the worst receiving core they've had in the Mahomes era. Is your girl going to go to any more games? She did to stop. I, I mean, just like, okay, can we, I hope she stops. I do. So sick of the pregame shot of Taylor Swift in the walking in. I don't care. I don't care. They had to show Simone Biles. Taylor Swift. Yes, I'm so sick and tired. Get it off my football screen. Spotify list really. Taylor Swift is your number one person you listen to. Like when you did you post that? Was that you? Yeah, because the person was like talking to me about like oh trying to tell me I don't know about Taylor Swift. I was like okay, dude. It's like just so you know, like like yes, my daughter listens to nonstop Taylor. Every single night, she goes to sleep to Taylor Swift. This is true. Nonstop, okay? It is all. Right now, I've got her on a new piano kick, which has been very new since the beginning of November. Uh-huh. But for 10 months, it was Taylor Swift long pond sessions every night. Oh. 30,000 minutes listened to Taylor Swift this year in 2023. It's 44 days, Dave. 44 days. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, so I'm fine with Taylor. I am so sick and tired of this idea that I should give two craps about someone in a box. I don't care about Brittany Mahomes. I don't care about Simone Biles. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care about girlfriends 
you know, wags and, and whoever. There we go. I just don't. I don't care about them. When I'm watching football, I want to watch the game. Talk about the game. I don't need E. If I wanted to watch Entertainment Tonight, I'd watch Entertainment Tonight. I I, I, I just don't. I give Mike. You know, Al Michaels is right. You know, if I want to go work for you know E, I will. I I don't care who's here. Let's call the game. And NBC, I mean, for the most part, NBC did a good job in the game. They didn't do any of that. I didn't see a single shot of Taylor. They were the losing. They were, they were losing too. When 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 Kansas Good. City's show winning. them lose. That would be awesome. Show them all that's, like it. well, give me, that's give me give me the Brittany Mahomes sad cobra face. Yeah, listen, me, this is the go. content space where you you <sighs> you do victory laps and celebrate wins and you don't talk about the losses and all that other stuff. Whitrock came in a chat and said, give NBC credit. They didn't show her nearly as much as they have in the they past. This Agreed. is true. But your point is um, accurate though. I didn't think they, they were losing most of the game. That's a good point. Yeah, if they were losing, is that why they didn't they didn't want to see the celebratory high five and the stupid Brittany Mahomes and, and Taylor Swift touchdown celebration? I like that the, their, their handshake. Yeah, God, it sucks though because I like Taylor. I can't stand Brittany Mahomes and I can't Whoa. stand the Whoa. two of them together. There can't goes the Mahomes stand. sponsorship. I That's guess Patrick's fine. never coming on the show. That's I want to talk to Patrick. So do I. I love Patrick Mahomes, but it's what happens JC when you from KC you. said that was Brittany's red coat she was wearing. By the way. I didn't know that. There were three, all three of them. I don't, I don't know who the third woman was. They all had the same coat on. So it was a, it was a coordinated thing on purpose. Is that Brittany? Oh. Like her, is that her clothing design? Her, her clothing line? Wouldn't shock me at all if that was the case. But there were three women there all wearing the same red coat. Brittany Taylor and some other woman that I don't know who was who she was. Right. They were in the, in the box together. I mean, USA Today actually hired a reporter to cover nothing but Taylor Swift. That's his job. How much does that job pay? I have no idea, but he I'll do it. He posts, he takes pictures, like really. That, that's his, yeah, that's his job. He's a Taylor Swift reporter. His job is to report on everything Taylor, including I'm last learning night. Something new every day about this media stuff, P. Roll. This is unbelievable to me. This just maybe we'll do the favorite thing about today at the end of the show, but that almost qualifies for the favorite thing about today that someone got a job to write about and take pictures of Taylor Swift coming. To and from the games and post it. No, just anything, Taylor. Not just going to the games. Anywhere Taylor is, out to dinner, whatever she is doing, there is a reporter who works for the USA Today. Their job is to report, write, cover it. Yes. It's unreal. But that's, she's the biggest pop star on the planet. I get all of that, right? But like, she, I don't know. Like she's so smart. She's so calculating. She knows so much about what she shouldn't, shouldn't be doing. And it's just interesting that she, it might be like, look at, I'm in love. I don't care what anyone thinks. Maybe that's just, but she's not been like that. She hasn't been like that with Joe, with her last boyfriend or her relationship. She wasn't like that. She was always very much aware of what she was doing and what she, and where she was. And so showing up to green Bay, Wisconsin to watch Travis's game. I can't wait till chief fans start blaming her. It's going to be awesome. It's going to happen. Some of them already are. They're going to blame her. Stop showing up. You're bothering Travis. He hasn't been the same player since. Stop. He's he's a lovesick puppy dog. He can't play anymore. He's not focused. He wants to retire. It's great. Otto came in a chat and said they're not going to stop showing it, though, because like his girls, he has two girls. Yep. um, Both want to know if she's there when Casey's playing. Your wife is the same way. She had so much to do yesterday. She's like, what time's the Chiefs game start? I'm like, why? 
I want to see, I want to see Travis play. I want to, do you understand why I think it was a fake relationship or I think it is a fake relationship? This is why. Okay. This is why the demographic, everyone was like, Taylor's so big. What does she need? It's the NFL. What do they need? You guys just both answered, answered the question. Get people who wouldn't give a flip about the game, who do other things and go, wait, Travis and Taylor, what time's the game? I got to watch the game. Told you my wife is wearing a new height sweatshirt all the time. It works. It worked. It the worked. Marketing campaign. It worked. And that's, I hope it's real. I, I'm going to say, I, mean, I really do. I hope it's real. I just can't buy it. It's can't, I can't buy it. I just, I just like how the worm has turned in our group chat. And at the beginning I was the villain. So yeah. I said, none of this is real. <laughs> I said, hold on. Like, oh, it's nice. It's Taylor. You and my wife were teaming up on me. Wait, wait, wait. I, I said, said, this is all bull don't, caca. Don't misquote me. I said, it's fake from the beginning. I said, it fake before you did. What are you talking about? I knew about it before you. So I said it was fake before you did. I called this out from the get-go. Then you placated her because she No, I said, I hope it's real. And I said, maybe it is. I go, maybe this is something that's special. Maybe this is something that can... But I'm not. I still am on this the sidelines. Be a hard life. I mean, like this is a hard life. She's that, that deciding to hang out in Kansas City, get a mansion, this and that. I mean, my wife is texting me in between saving lives, which is what I tease her that she does, but she does save right. lives sometimes. She's texting me, "Hey, she's in Kansas City. She's hanging out for the weekend. They're doing it. stop. Get the get the presents and stuff in order. That we got to get get these things out. What are you doing? Focus." Talk about me focusing. Great. Unbelievable. Focusing is what the Eagles defense needed to do last night, and they did not to come through. 42-19, they got worked over. They looked tired. They looked somewhat overmatched. And in the fourth quarter, a little bit, you know, undisciplined and not that interested in this game. Nah. Three games in 13 days against top-level competition. It all caught up to the Eagles. Everything caught up. Game was going perfect in the beginning. They got a couple stops and then they had a lead, but they only kicked field goals instead of touchdowns and everything started working. Their right. misdirection started happening. Shanahan and the, the guys that called the plays for San Francisco said, we got all the tools, use them. Bam. There's Ayuk. There's 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 McCaffrey. There's They're running misdirection. Kittle getting open. Purdy dropping wherever he wants to go. And then, oh yeah, Debo. Like they got all the tools. They when got all the weapons and they were healthy. This made perfect sense. You got it, a feel for it. As soon as it started to happen, it was like, uh, this is a runaway train here. There ain't nothing Philly can do. Then Hurts got hurt, had to go in a tent. Dom got into a fight. Dom got ejected. Dom. Did you see Dom on the sideline? Big Why Dom. was he that close? It's a huge problem for the NFL. There's going to be some real, you know, things are going to come out of that because that never should ever have happened. It was really bad. Like you close. got, you got one of the best players for the, for the, for the Niners defensively to be thrown out of the game. Yeah. That you, was not, like in hockey. Sometimes you get a guy to, you know, get a guy off the ice and it's a, it's a good trade off for the team that, you know, you send a fourth liner out and poke the bear and you get the number one scorer off for two minutes. Right. That's the move. You 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 traded a all pro linebacker for Dom. <laughs> and Dom, you gotta go. What? Yeah. yeah. You're kicked out too. Oh. If they if they had won that game. Oh boy. Oh he, boy. He would have been, oh. I mean, a legend more than he is now. 
but like they were selling Dom gear online after it happened. I, but I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, like sweatshirts with his face on it and like all these different t-shirts and stuff like it's, but Greenlaw is a hell of a player and to have him be ejected for the head of security <laughs> for the Eagles. They take that every, every time they would do that, but there's going to be repercussions. My gut tells me that guy might not be allowed on the, on the sidelines ever again in the NFL. Like you can't be an un, you're not on a team, dude. And you're putting your hands on a, on a player well, in the he, game. You see the security detail for Sirianni for the entire team. He's head of security for the Eagles. Well, I don't think you can be that close to this, like the game. You can be on a sideline. You can't be on a like. There's a lot of people on the sideline in the NFL game. This is going to become a problem. That guy in New Orleans. Oh, was, he was his official though. That was a change. I know, guy. but like, there's snap his kneecap. Enough people away from everything to just when an official was holding the sticks and like, hey man, how about we'll just hire somebody who can run? Move. How about hiring someone who's not seventy five? Run. Hire someone who actually can move. Oh. It's an athletic event. How about somebody who's capable of moving his body quick enough to avoid when a guy like Camara is coming to the sidelines so his knee doesn't get turned into an L because that's what happened. That was <laughs> his screen. I, I, I've watched it like five times. I, I don't know who the announcer is, but the fact that the guy is howling on the he's on the ground screaming and the referee is like, it looks like one of the, I mean, the broadcast is like, looked like one of the chain gang guys may have gotten hurt. <laughs> like may have gotten hurt, dude. Somebody probably said in his ear, we're cutting away. Don't say anything. Like, oh, who knows, uh, right? Maybe. Because that I don't know. Cause you can hear the guy screaming on the mic. His leg was like this. Oh, it was an L. <laughs> it was an L. It was an L. <laughs> Literally, his his knee dislocated kneecap is what they diagnosed. Him I with. had just changed the channel because we had the games on here. We did not have the Steeler game on, which set off a whole rigmarole uh, right. in the house with Grandma and Papa. They were not yep. happy with the, the choices that the national TV people made. Wow. But we had Saints Lions, and Oof. we had Denver and Houston. So I'm the watching game? Saints Lions. And then it was 21 nothing. I'm like, this is unbelievably. I'm so glad I didn't fall for the Saints again. Right. Like in any contest, told everybody, just leave it alone. Like, let it go. So I was watching it. And then I saw it online and I was like, oh, my goodness. And we talked about it a little bit last night. Um, you've been on the sideline for games. I was on the sidelines for games, like high school games and then a college game. And I was on NFL sideline twice. As soon as the play started to run for the side that I was on, I was running like a bat out of hell away from all of it. 100%. Like, because you don't know how long they're running at light speed to destroy each other. They don't even know you're there. They're looking at the guy, and then they can't just stop. So you can't be sitting still. Run! That was that was well, no good. But Dom, you're always I told. Think, I don't know. Dom you're always back. told. I've only been on sidelines for two NFL games and all SEC games. The NFL sidelines, they don't tell you anything. Like you're on your own in college. Oh. In college football, they do tell you to keep your wits about you. They do say, "Hey, don't keep, don't face, don't put your back to the field. Be always facing the field." Cause you don't know what's going to come at you if you're turned around. And I've seen what happens when you are turned around oh. and you get clipped. 
and it's bad. <laughs> These are big, big dudes with helmets and shoulder pads, and you get lit up. Lit up. Lit up. And that guy was probably 65 years old. He probably never will walk again the same after Alvin Kamara took his leg out. Yeah, he's going to walk with a limp, that's for sure. He's, he's, he's ouch. So we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but Niners and Detroit, both nine and three. Eagles still have the one seed. Right. Cowboys are in this too. Why are they? Okay. So you just put Detroit and San Francisco. Because they both won. Because they are. They both won. Because they won. Cowboys didn't play. Cowboys played on Thursday. And the the Eagles lost. Who gets the one seed of those four teams? If I had to decide right now, I think we saw the NFC Championship last night in that game. (laughs) It wasn't close. No, but it wasn't the right condition. Okay. It wasn't the, the Eagles were set up for failure in that spot. They had no that that was a big yeah. Like I said, they were going to lose one of those games they were playing. They weren't going to yeah. run the table on them. This is no way. But now we got Dallas hosting them this week. This week, we were talking last night. What was on? I was on Sports Grid with Wetzel and blew it, and the line was two and a half. And I said, I can't believe it's still under three. Right. You wake up today, it's three and a half. So this is all going to set up perfectly for San Francisco's 10 and a half at home against Seattle. They're going to be 10 and three. Dallas right there. Detroit goes to Chicago and they're only laying three or three and a half. I think Detroit below the other three, right? I don't think Detroit's going to get. The one, no, but Cowboys but, are Cowboys are live. If they win this weekend, I think they could. Ver- I mean, they can win the division very easily if they win this weekend and get I, the one seed. Yeah, because I think the Eagles can get tired, and I think the Eagles. Everyone's like the Eagles' schedule; they're going to run through it, and they might. I mean, it's possible, but they also might finish poorly. We've seen teams <laughs> before like that get red hot and then finish poorly. I mean, they have to go to Dallas and to Seattle. They could lose both those games. The expert opinions of those of us in the brigade and those of us watching the show again. And if you are here, please hit the like button while you're here at some point. Don't be a bum. Hit the thumb. Thank you, Chef Benny. Roger Long comes with this one. Roger Long, senior member of the brigade in Indianapolis, which we'll get to in one second. Lions defense is pure shit. Sorry, Will. Yes, he's right. Although Hutchinson can play, though. I mean, they, they have a pass rush, but secondary-wise, they're not great. Can't be leading a game 21 nothing and actually have the game come back. Right? In to the, the old days, that's a to the Saints. peace out. See you later. Saints defense? Saints offense? Yeah, You're no supposed good. to put that team away yeah. by middle of the third quarter. They're playing their backups because it's 42-17 to 17 and nobody wants to play no more. Right. How about this? The Patriots lost six nothing to the Chargers. They were five and a half point dogs. They lost 10, seven, and 10, six. Their two previous games. Patriots became the first team to lose three straight games when allowing 10 or fewer points in each of them since 1938 when the Cardinals did it in four games in a row. You would mark that 1938 is well before, 22 years before the merger, by the way, when the NFL started keeping track of actual records in 1960. That blue almost matches your blue. Almost. A little lighter. 
Nice player. Blue. I like your mine's teal. Yours is blue. Yeah. Chargers, if you bet the Patriots yesterday, I feel for you. Couldn't even muster a field goal. <laughs> tank, tank, tank. And then what the hell's happening this weekend with the Steelers? Lose Kenny Pickett for several weeks. Wait, are we done with it? Is that it for the Patriots? Because well, it, it, Patriots and Steelers play Thursday, so we talk about it both simultaneously because they're both inept. Okay. They're both, they, they, they both are offensively horrific. Totals 31 and a half for Thursday. Iowa, Michigan had a higher total, by the way, than <laughs> Patriot Steelers. I was getting Texas warning. A couple guys in yeah. Pittsburgh, Shep, uh, the barber, a couple people were like, have you seen the Steeler total? And they were like, should I bet under 31 and a half? I said, you yes. should do it right now. Yes. Stop texting me and bet it now because it's going down. And the one guy was like, really? And I said, yes. What's the lowest you've ever seen? Well, I was going to reach out to Ralph after okay. the show, but I mean, somebody can Google it and put it in a chat. I don't remember seeing an NFL total this low. I really don't. I'm not even being, I'm not even trying to be right. funny. 31. Like that. I 31. really don't know. An NFL I, game, I, 31? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it below that. 32 and a half is the number that comes in my head. Um, the Steelers played the Dolphins in an absolute terrible rainstorm. We were in a book, and I remember the total dropping below 33, 34 to 33 and a half and 33, mm-hmm. going, they may have to cancel this game. <laughs> and the game finished 3 nothing. Oh. It finished 3 nothing. It was the worst conditions I think I've ever seen. For It wasn't snow. It was rain. Punts were sticking. Like like a moist green, the balls were slugging if they weren't caught. It, refs had to go like dig it out of the mud. Um, the irony in, in, in the game on Thursday with the Patriots and the Steelers is weather's not even going to be a factor. <laughs> I it's mean, no. Zappy versus Trubisky. Zappy versus Trubisky. So here's my question, because this is the stat, right? Oh, God. Do the Patriots score... More than seven points. No. No. Do the Steelers score more than 10 points? I don't think so. So 10 sevens the final? 10 seven, 17 points, bet under 20, go alt total under 20. Steelers may get two touchdowns. Trubitsky's but maybe not lead. because Trubitsky's going to lead two touchdown drive. No, that would be something to the see. Defense is going to score one. Oh, okay. I could see it. Right. Is Watt playing? Better be. Hurt his ankle. Oh, man. I need the Steelers to win nine games. Oh, how low was the total in the windstorm in the Bills-Pats game? Remember that one? Just uh, up in, uh, was that in Buffalo? Oh, I do remember when that When the game. Patriots ran the ball every right. single play. Yep, 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 yep. I do remember that game. Yep, yep, yep. That was yep, not yep. that long ago. Nope. We'll find out. I mean, I guarantee you by tomorrow, this will be everywhere. Roger Long just came in a chat and said he remembers 30 and a half on the 85 Bears. I was going to ask Roger Long if he remembers the Chicago Cardinals run uh, from that stat <laughs> that we just posted from 1938. What did I say? What? <laughs> That's just me. Hey! 
Hey, I'm just having fun that with the boys. Mean. My gosh. Gotta give Raj a shout 1938 out. Chicago Cardinals. He's in high school then or something like that. <laughs> All right, tonight, Jaguars are laying 10. You comfortable laying 10? Told you what I'm comfortable with with this game. We're comfortable Money line. With one thing. Jags win. E-America's team for our yeah. man, Emerson Lazia. Go. Just win. Jaguars. Just win. Just win, baby. Are you, you going to watch this game? I'm not watching this game. There's a lot going on. I'll watch a couple of minutes of it, I think, but I'm watching basketball tonight. Uh, yeah, we got we got basketball we got to talk about. We definitely have to. If TJ Watt is out, the Pats are live. What are you talking about, JC from Casey? Why would you even put that in there right now? I don't want to hear that. Sooners are maybe not going to go over to season win total if things go bad, bad this quick. I don't, I don't even either because the Patriots can't. This is they, they have to lose this game. Patriots, I've known if the Patriots win this game, this is supremely stupid. This is a game they should absolutely lay down and lose. How, like, how do you tell them we're laying down? You don't tell anybody we're you're laying playing down. Bailey Zappi. That's how their receiving core is so bad. This is the worst offense I've ever seen for the Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson got hurt. Got hurt. I mean, Patriots bet the Patriots team total under. It's going to be like Michigan, Iowa. Patriots and I are not scoring. I can't wait to see how many quarters in a row can they go without scoring. Steelers can't lose this game for a variety of reasons. Can't lose this game. I mean, the Colts won, Texans won, everybody behind them in the hunt, they all won. Which is the one good thing because Mike Tomlin's a good coach, so I think they'll have a game plan. It's not going to be pretty, but Steelers should win the game. I would be stunned if they do not. Wow. Chris Otto came in the chat just now and said 1993, Chicago, Detroit, and Indianapolis, New England, both close 28. That's what I think the total close 1993. Lowest totals. Yeah. I bet in the 28, 28 and a half, that's where the Patriots Steelers were close. It's not going to drop below 28. TJ Watts out if, 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 Ramondre Stevenson can't play, which I don't think he's going to. You have Ezekiel Elliott and Devontae Parker for the Patriots with Bailey Zappi. Good luck. In season I don't think we're going to make it there, boys and girls. Mm. We, we had planned oh, on maybe no. showing up for the Steelers and the Patriots. We had a lot of things working, and then it turned into this. Sorry. No, thank you. I'm not I don't think we're going to show that. up. But NBA in-season tournament quarterfinals start tonight. First game, Patriots, sorry, Celtics laying six at Indy. Total was 243. What is it now? It's been racing. 244 now. Uh, I have four I, points of CLV in this I game pulled now. a U. What? Well, we were talking about it last night. You bet it? You know what? Good job. I'm going to pull a move here myself, and I have over 241. I have over 240 and a half. I beat you. Yeah. I have a better number than you. <laughs> so I have over 241. You have to bet this game. You, I mean, I, I would still bet over 243. I still would bet it. Besides the question, could Boston win more by more than six? I wouldn't be in a hurry to lay that. I would. Blowout? Boston showed they there care. Okay. The Celtics showed that they cared. Halliburton may not play on top of that. Oh, so, well, we got to know. So... Boston, by scoring as many as they did against Chicago to win by more than 23 points to get into this thing, they're not going to come out and lay down. They actually want to win this thing. They didn't have to do that. They wanted to play in this quarterfinal. They're going to Indy. They win this game. They go to Vegas. 
Indy plays no defense, none. This might be in game. Might be at some point two seventy nine, two eighty. Oh. If it starts fast, they're going to jump this number up by fives. Well, it's going to start fast. That's that. It's Celtics first bad. half team total over all of those. I, I on the Jews. I talked about it. First half. Celtics minus three and a half. First half team total Boston over. First half over both teams. Game over. Boston minus five. I have a better number than what it is now with six. 4.30 start. I'll be on the radio with Carver at five. Yeah, Halliburton's an eye on this. I, I'm going to watch this first half instead oh, yeah. of the Jacksonville Cincy first half. Halliburton sure. game time decision tonight. We'll see what happens. He got to play. He got to play. I hope he plays. Be good for the over if he plays. Right? Doesn't matter for the side in my mind if he plays or not. Oh. This if Boston, if they're gonna play this like I think they're going to. Yep. They're gonna go there. You're you're gonna get their effort. You're gonna get an A effort out of Boston tonight, which is bad news for Indy. I think you get an A effort from Indy too. That's great. Boston defensively can handle them. What do they score? 110? 115? It's probably like 140 to 128. 140 to 128. The Boston, you think Boston's giving up 128 points? I think it turns into that type of game. Most points Boston has surrendered so far this season happened in their last game against the Sixers when they gave up 119. That's the high of the year. Last time, the last I think time you rolled a ball out and tell the okay. Celtics, we got to put up 140 tonight, boys. Let's go. The last, to give you an idea, the last time Boston played Indianapolis was in Boston. Do you remember the game? Last this season? This season. I don't tell them. One, 155, 104. <laughs> they put up 150. They put up 155 on them at home. <laughs> if Boston is focused tonight, if they care about this, they already, already beat them by 45 at home. Oh my okay. Goodness. They're going to blow their fucking doors off tonight. If, oh, they, want, if, sorry, if they want well, to. Okay. If they want to, they are going to eviscerate the Pacers. If they want to. Now, I don't know if they want to, but if they want to, this game should not be close. This game should be double digits for Boston. Put it in the chat. Boston minus six, Indy plus six. We've got a lot of Indianapolis people, not just Roger, That's not fine. just Addison. There's a lot of people that watch this show. 52% say Green Green Bay makes the playoffs. 52% say Green Bay, yes? Yes. Wow. Thought it would be higher, minus 215. JC from KC with more positive news. For what it's worth, the Steelers are on an 0-9 ATS streak when they're favorites of three points or more. It's, it's, It's the number one team that you'd want to play. Celtics minus six, yes or no? So a no vote would be a Pacers cover. Yes. Pacers are, Pacers are not covering. Pacers are covering. They're not covering. Better to book it. I say Pacers plus the points. You want the over. Yeah, you I need the Pacers the to cover. I need them to keep scoring. 
Favorite and over, Mr. Bookmaker. What do you always say? Favorite no, 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 and no, over. not with this total. Oh, dog and under? Pacers. Dog and over? If uh-uh. the Pacers don't cover, this could be a blowout. We don't get there. 130 to 110. Boston's going to score 135 minimum tonight. Right. Minimum. So Pacers better get that 125-135 is perfect. We're good. We cover. Or I cover. 130-106, I cover. You, you, sort of you. 135-106. Why Boston wouldn't win. some people be able to see the options on the poll? Do we know? I have no idea. Justin Simpson just came in and said, I feel like the polls want me to take YouTube off dark mode. I can't see the options. I mean, just the, the polls I'm on the top of the chat. Just click it. Yeah. Is he online? Is, is, he, is he on a, a, a browser or is he on a phone? I don't know, Justin. So I don't know. You want, you're on a phone, right? I'm on a phone. It pops so right up. I vote so. and then it goes up to the top. So I don't know. Can't you don't know the other game tonight is Sacramento laying three to New Orleans. Interesting game. Great game. Fun game. It's open four and a half. It's down to three. Yeah. See, like the kids and stuff, they'll be watching either Christmas movies have started and all this other stuff. I'll come running downstairs after we finish the show. Well, we got a call and stuff later. But after all of that, I'll be like, hey, I want to watch the basketball game. It's just Sacramento and right. Pelicans. It'll be interesting. And the kids will be looking at me like, look, Elf is on. Leave me alone. I might watch it, you know, Frozen, some Olaf story. So it's nonstop. It is. Well, on, on freebie, it's 25 days of Christmas movies. So it is nonstop. It's one a day. I think they've discovered that. Yeah. So that's what they're probably watching. It never stops. So I yeah. want to watch this game. What do you think happens? I like Sacktown. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I disagree with the move. But this is going to be a back and forth. New Orleans can go this game easy. Well, I mean, I like these, New Orleans in the first half. And these two teams both want it. Like they both, they, they both want to win. Trip to Vegas, baby. Yeah. They want to win it. Yep. Yeah. This is going to be, this is going to be an entertaining game. I like the over in this game too. It's been, yeah, I, I agree. Over 237. I agree. Before we let go of Sirius XM and Sports Grid, I want to get yes. this on the on the main show just because it's always so fun to play this stinger. All right, baseball winter meetings have begun today in Nashville. All eyes are on Otani, mm-hmm. according to reports out of Nashville. We are down to six teams. Six. With the big one being the last sentence written on this tweet from this morning. Yep. Decision expected within 72 hours. How about that? Dodgers, Cubs, Blue Jays, Angels, Giants, and the Braves all of a sudden look like a serious, serious player. Wasn't really ready for the Braves to be a serious player in all of this. I would agree. They kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but geez, you want to talk about shifting the power. The Braves oh. are already one of the best teams, best young teams. Um, stick that bat in that lineup. Oh, boy. I mean, all the, all the Philly love goes away. He's in the East Coast time zone. He's down south. Like, look oh, at this, okay? Lord. Like, which team, which team's odds move the most if Otani goes? Well, the Dodgers moves the least. Okay. The Braves are co same. 
Like they, they're already favorites. How much lower can they go? They go, I mean, they move very little. Um, the Angels unbelievably don't move at all because he's been on the Angels. Okay. So they don't have help. I think the Blue Jays probably right. would be the one. They have the best pitching staff. Tremendous young lineup. Makes them the favorite to win that division. Puts them in the top two or three choices to win the American League, which would then put them in the top five or six to win the World Series. He's so going that to list, the Dodgers, right? I mean, like what? He's going to the Dodgers. No, I don't think so. I think so. I do. Where is he going? Then? That's the easy move, and that's why he. That's oftentimes the easiest is the move. San Francisco. Why are the Mariners not on that list? It's a great question. They don't want to spend. Mariners should be talking like that. Maybe Mariners, it's all smokescreen for the Red Mariners. Sox, Yankees, Mets. Four teams. I am stunned. They are not on the He's list. He's not a New York guy. Not everybody's a New York guy. I love that. Oh, I don't know. It's remarkable. Yeah. Can you right. imagine if he goes to the Giants? We restore that. He should go I to the believe. Giants. I would love to, but I don't think he wants oh. to go to the Giants. I, I don't think the weather. I think the weather's a problem there. It's not that bad. Uh, I think he likes the weather in California. Well, who doesn't? So don't like you want to go to seventy two. You want you want to go to seventy two and cloudy every day because that's what Oakland is. That's what San Fran is. Hey, there's a lot of sunshine there. Um, not no. the same. No, there's Southern California. There's a marine layer every single day. Very comfortable. It is very skin. Yes, it's very comfortable. Yes, that's fine. But it's not like a vacation spot like Los Angeles. No, Toronto would be a monster. I think internationally ain't happening. Plays indoors. It's not happening. Just get him a room at the Sky Dome. God, don't even have to leave. Ain't happening. Go upstairs. Go to sleep. Come downstairs. We go on the road. Bring it right back. Man. I just can't believe that announcement might happen soon. It's crazy. Winter meetings are back, right? Like, I mean, for, this is always one of my favorite times of the year um, because of the speculation and different things. Oh, well, I mean, there's so many trades that we're, we're not going to talk about right now because they're so minor compared to right. the other big But like, there's been a million trades already. Players moving around, draft picks being tr- exchanged. But it, it, it all comes down to what Otani is doing. And then after him, it's Yomoto. And so that's teams want to know what Otani is doing before they go after Yomoto and, and pay the posting fee for that Japanese pitcher who wants to come on over. And then after that, oh, by the way, it's only Blake Snell, the Cy Young winner, who was sitting there available. <laughs> like he has to wait for two other wait, players. Is there, is there a, a link between... Yomamoto and Otani? No, well, there could be because I mean they're both from Japan, but it's more the pecking order of to money to spend. Oh, 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 oh. Because oh. you're gonna have to give a hundred million dollars to get Yomoto. The posting fee is gonna be like fifty million dollars, and you gotta pay the guy, pay the guy fifty. So there's a big everybody wants to know who is getting Otani, so I don't keep my cash. I can go spend it somewhere else. So in the first option, Red Sox, Yankees, Mets, they're all in on Yoamoto. That's who they that's who they want. They're letting Otani go. They think he's injury prone, he's too expensive, and they don't buy that he's going to be worth the money in the long term. So he's going to go to one of those teams, to, I think the Dodgers. Then Yoamoto is going to go off the board. And after that, then Blake Snell will come off the board, which is ironic because Blake Snell is the defending Cy Young champ. And he has to wait for two other guys, which is rare. We got um 
a bunch of votes. 57% of people said the Celtics, yes, will cover the spread. Put it in the chat right now. We'll carry it over to BVB bonus time. Otani, Dodgers, anyone else? Dodgers of the field. Dodgers. You vote Dodgers? I vote the field. I vote Dodgers. It's the most obvious. It can't be that easy. It is that easy. They cleared they cleared $175 million for this guy. They've been planning for two years for this. This is a done. This is, I think this has been done for a very long time. Done deal. This has been done. The fact that it's happening the way that it's happening right now at the winter meetings within 72 hours. And the Braves are now. Nah, I ain't are buying you gonna it. Put this up. People are asking for the vote. Right. I'm not putting it up. Dodgers they, or the field. Yeah. You told them to post vote. it. Let them vote it. I don't, don't, you don't need my poll to do it. Then just vote. It's easier. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone yes, else? Field, field. Just do that. Okay. See? We're right. good. We're good on that. Sirius XM Sports Grid, thank you for being here. We appreciate you guys being around and being part of the brigade. We will be back tomorrow, same place, same time. If you guys are live on YouTube or live on Twitter, you are with us for bonus time. All right. Only one college basketball game worth really talking about. Right. Purdue, Iowa. Over to it's going down. I know it was 162, 164. Now it's 162. It's going down. I'm not watching a second in this game. <laughs> I have no interest in this game at all. Oh, there goes this, the new sponsorship. No, damn it. Sorry. No, sorry. boiler up. You want to lay 13 and a half points? Are uh, they going to run them out the gym? Aren't they tough to do with Iowa? I mean, they can score with everybody. Boy, there's some real challenges. If you're looking today, you got the other games on deck today. Furman is at Arkansas. Arkansas State is at Alabama. That's only 24 and a half. San Jose State is at North Dakota State. And Cal Poly Slow is at Oregon State. And for the extra game, you have Maryland Eastern Shore against East Carolina. It's a good night to maybe not watch some college basketball. Amen. Phil, the Battle of Pennsylvania is tonight, though, in the NHL. How about this number? We talked Pittsburgh about is favored on the road at Philly. After Cincinnati. losing at home and being minus 160 to the Flyers on Saturday, like our boy Dubsy says, a lot of times the betting narrative is the other team will win. I don't know. Leading Flyers. And keep an eye on this one. It starts at four. Start Dallas, Tampa, coach. same line. Road favorite, minus 120, same total. Wasn't this the opposite matchup the other way? Didn't Tampa just play Dallas? I believe it was. Hold on. Play Dallas. Dallas just played Tampa. Yep, 8-1. They won. Bounce back, right? 8-1. Yeah, this is the bounce back. Lightning Maybe. win. That's why this number. How in the world do you bet lightning? <laughs> Tough. Over, though. That's why they six, win. Six and a half, though. Bet over the to? Over the. St. Louis at Vegas tonight, late night. I have two bets on this game and better to book it. Under the? Yep. 
do the first period too. You could, you want to, but but it's but the the Bennington in the in the in in St. Louis is no bueno in the first period. No, very big sweat. It's tough. It would be very very be, yeah. very nervous with that one. You can do it, but I don't want to do it. They, they, they're seven and three to a first period over their last ten. Right, can't do it. Looked yeah. at it, I was like, eh, I'm not going to do that. Right. Oi. Two ways of betting that you can bet in regulation Vegas, or you can bet puck line for plus money. Right. I like the plus money. Mm. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taking a crack in the plus money tonight. We'll do that. Regulation? Nope. Regulation's juice. Puck line is plus money. Okay. More on these games and more in Better to Book It. All right. Better to Book It time. Two leg money line parlay. Two leg money line parlay. Celtics Jags. What have you done here lately? Minus 125. Oh. Oh. Season Jays parlay. If you put this on the Jags, I'm not going to talk to you for the rest of the week. I'm putting anything on the Jags. Why would you involve them in better to book it? You know what's at stake. Because I can bet whatever the hell I want. Goodness gracious! I don't believe in your dumb, stupid malicious. You got it, guys. Like, there's only yeah, and he picked it first. Left, uh, fifty-four. Left, he picked it, not me. Thank you. I I appreciate the power you think that I have. It's phenomenal. Better win. I appreciate it. I, I'm laying a money line price on a minus 10 point favorite. If the 10 point favorite blows it, it ain't my fault. That's on the 10 point favorite's fault. Oh my God. You want to lose to Jake Browning? Go right ahead. Oh, please. Jaguars. Celtics are to end its losing this, but I'll say bet it. Celtics are going to be the ones that blow if, this? It, if there's a loss in this, yes, it's the Celtics. It's not the Jags. Okay, fair. Over 240 and a half. Bet it. Numbers. You can't bet that because no. it's go <laughs> on. I bet gone. over 241 last night. Yeah, Got off gone. the phone with you and I said, <laughs> that number's gone. <laughs> uh, Vegas under six. Oh, man. This looks too damn easy. Not too damn. I mean, Vegas is. Uh, St. Louis is four and one to the under in their last five road games. Vegas is four and one to the under in the last five home games. Bet it. It's and it's not. By the way, it's most likely not going to be Hill. It's going to be Logan Thompson, which is oh. good because his, his goals against average is one point eight at home. Is Just it Bennington for the Blues? Yes. Okay. That's why I'm betting this. <laughs> good goaltender versus not good goaltender. Can't I can't just say bet everything? It doesn't <laughs> so I will say book this one better than regulation. They'll win by one, possible, but four one four one last two games for Vegas. Yeah, it's good to be home. You can tell it's good to be home. They're getting a yep. lead. They've tightened things up defensively. Less shots on goals. That road trip up Western Canada is brutal. It's a great equalizer. Tough. Yep. Tough. 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 Uh Super chat questions. Let's, Let's start with Dave's daily picks. I have Washington at 13 to one and Michigan plus 240. Oh, any hedge ideas? Nice. We'll bet the Bama. No. Yeah, you got You have to bet Bama. 
my allergies are so bad today. I don't know what I went for a run this morning and my nose is running like crazy. It's weird. Never it's really get nice it. out too. Allergies. I've been sneezing, coughing. It's weird. I'm telling you, there's some there's something. I'm not sick. It's just allergies. Oh, that's everybody keeps saying it's allergies, and then you keep sneezing and doing that. And it's draining. It's going on here in the house. Clear. Um I think you got to just bet the Bama scenario is right. You don't have to do anything right now. Nothing's changing in the next couple days. Fair, right? You can just, so yeah, just well, we'll, we'll continue to think about it. But those are good. Those are good positions, right? To hold. But both teams could lose, right? You can't have got it this far and get them great prices and not have the just in case thing. Yeah, Vegas on the puck line is the bet. But Chris also says six is the number. I'm passing. I don't blame you for passing. Yeah, but I, think, I, I just. I think Vegas, I don't think Vegas scores five. That's the question. I think St. Louis scores one. Uh, JPC, the fourth, Orlovsky made a huge error. Shocker. Yes. Um, Matt, stop underestimating Washington and check Bo's jersey. Oh. Bo who? Bo Nix? Bo who? Bo Nix? Bo Bo Jackson? Bo Nix's jersey? What about Bo Nix's jersey? I don't know. Uh, Big business says, hopefully he goes to the NL. Seager needs an MVP. Talking about Otani. (laughs) I still think, what if Texas comes out of nowhere and he goes to Texas? It's going to the Dodgers. Favorite thing about today is what? Uh, I heard it last night, but I was saving it for today. Jim Leland. Yes. Is going to the Hall of Fame. and Smoking a heater on the way in. It was just an awesome thing to see. Then they posted a picture of him and the wife, like hearing about it on the phone. and In bed. My my More. first Weird. time ever Weird picture. It was yeah. Well, I mean, you know, title shots. I mean, he's going to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. That's a title shot, even at seventy four. But my first ever entrance into a major league clubhouse was May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. The Pirates had an unbelievable comeback, and the questions were already thought out in my head. What was I going to ask? Leland and all this other stuff. They sent me over there and I was nervous as could be. They get four runs in the ninth, come back and win. I run over and talk to Lasorda by myself first and then walk in. And there's Jim Leland smoking a cigarette. Of course. In his in his uh <laughs> running the the, uh, the under armor things that weren't under armor back then, they were long johns, like sliding <laughs> pants. <laughs> With his socks up on the table. Right. And I didn't know that the TV guys were supposed to ask the first questions. So, like, we went in, and I was, like, I was waiting for somebody to ask something. And they were all looking at me because I was the only camera there because the other cameras must have come in, got this stuff, and left. So I believe it was Smizek, Bob Smizek at the time, asked a question, and I could breathe. And I was like, oh, okay. I was 19. I was going to shat my pants. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But then that summer, they kept sending me over to the clubhouse and doing interviews and stuff. He couldn't have been nicer. He knew I was nervous. He, 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 he gave me shit, but at the same time was like, this kid keeps showing up. I guess I got to answer his questions. And my questions got better. So I was excited. And it was another one of those things. I was like, man. I heard the Hall of Fame picks the hat of the team you go in under. Right. 
Like, I hope he has a say, and I hope he picks the Pirates, but he might go in as a Marlin or a Tiger. No, I think you have a say. I think. Come it, on, they, bro. I think they recommend it, but come on. Like, he got to go in as a Pirate. Yeah. But that's my favorite thing about today, a guy that I I really just thought was one of the coolest guys ever managing and just a regular, regular dude who treated every person on that team, in that clubhouse, staffers, like he was the real dude. And it was just one of those things that I saw. That's that's going to be my favorite thing about today, sports-wise. That's tremendous. Yep. My favorite thing about today is the fact that the committee has been exposed, that the idea of college football determining how we, how we do the college football playoff system is the single stupidest thing on planet Earth for sports. This is a quote that came out today. Okay, this is an actual quote. ESPN was told this by one of the committee members. Quote is this. All of us had the emotional tie, like, holy shit, this is really going to suck to do this. We talked about it over and over, and we just kept on coming back to, are they good enough with what they have to win a national championship? And just kept on coming back to, we couldn't, we didn't think that they could. Do you understand how fucked up that line is? Yeah. We didn't think that they could. No. Do you know how many stories in life, how many stories in sports <laughs> have been? We don't think you can. This is a show. We don't think you can. So you don't get to do it because we don't think that you can. Who the fuck are you to say a group of guys giving their blood, sweat, and tears for an oh. entire year, yeah. led together, gone oh. to war together, <laughs> stood there and had to listen to your bullshit. Tell them that they're not capable because you don't think that they can do it. Getting in dark glasses. Since when does that matter? Does it? In sports. Tell them, people. I don't think Oregon was a nine and a half point favorite, according to those who had a thought on it. Mm -hmm. Oregon's going to kill Washington. Mm -hmm. What happened? Washington won. Yes, they did. That's sports. Yeah. We don't play this thing in hypothetical. We don't play this thing in conference rooms at a best Western in some fucking tiny town somewhere. On a we, field. Actually play, we play the games. On we actually field. find out, are you better on this day? Maybe not every day. Maybe a thousand games get played, but on that one day, on that one day, you're better than the guy across from you. We love David versus Goliath. We love this. This is, what, this is what we do in sports, in life. We love the little guy beating the big guy. Give him a goddamn chance. What the fuck are we doing? They earned this it. is the whole idea. We didn't, we, that line just makes my blood boil. Ooh. We kept, we kept on talking about it over and over. We just kept coming back to, are they good enough? This is Florida state. Are they good enough with what they have to win a national championship? And it just kept coming back to, we didn't think they could. Yeah. This can never happen again. It won't because we're going to 12. All right. But the idea there needs to be automatic qualifiers. This has oh. to, and there's not, by the way, just so you know, the 12 next year, there are no automatic qualifiers. There's a preferential treatment being placed upon conference champions, but there's no automatic. So if Iowa next year were in the same situation and they beat Michigan, Iowa could still be left out. 
and say, you know what? You're just not good enough, Iowa. Sorry. You won the Big Ten, but sorry. The West sucked. You guys have no quarterback. You can't play. You got hot for a day. Congratulations. Now, we don't think you can win three more games, so you're not getting into the 12. Mm. That can't happen. No. It can. It should never. Automatic. You win a game. You win a conference. You win the automatic bid. We do it in basketball all the time, and the magic of the NCAA tournament is the team that came out of nowhere. Right. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Wow. How did this, how did they do Unfortunately, this? Unfortunately, they never win at all. They don't need to win at all. They don't. You need to they win, win by showing on. up and show that you're capable of doing it. You've earned the right to be there and you continue to show up. It's the theme of this show. <laughs> it's the theme of everything. You and I exist with all these people. Thank God you guys keep showing up because we keep showing up. They showed up and they got told, what was the line? We just didn't think they were good enough. They could do it. We didn't think they could do it. We didn't think think they they could win. Even though Ohio State did it, by the way. Cardell Jones did it. We've seen it before. It's happened, but you know, Florida State's not Ohio State. So, you know, they can't, sorry. You know, Mike Norvell's not, not a big enough name. So he can't get in. You put him at four, you cowards. You put him at four. You were praying. You went to the blackjack table and you thought you were all set. You were sitting pretty at 20. You thought you were good. The oh, dealer flipped no. over 21 and you went, oh no. The oh Five shit. Card 20. The oh shit moment came when you realized Louisville wasn't going to do your dirty work for you. He threw that third pick in the end zone. <laughs> That's what it oh, is. I was literally sitting there waiting to bet live and get out of the bet. I was so waiting. Many time. I was sitting there going, it was minus 115. I'm like, let me, if they score, they're going to, I'm going to get plus money. Hey, get plus hey. money. And then the kid threw that damn pick. It's locked. Oh, oh, it's locked. Right. Look up. It's a pick in the end zone. What? Didn't even so get bad. a chance to tie the game. So bad. That was awful. Almost as bad as what the committee has done to Florida State. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate every single one of you. You have no idea. Hit the like button, subscribe button. As always, if you guys need a direct link to get our podcast on Apple, it's very simple to do so. Get your camera phone out, point it at that QR code. It'll take you right to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe and you'll never miss a single second of BVB. Take it with you on the road, wherever you go, audio-wise, as well as watching the show each and every day. He is Dave. I am Matt. We are back tomorrow for a Tuesdays, hopefully with a Jaguars win, BVB. Not tonight!